0: And responsible gaming resources.
1: Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts across the Big Blue View Radio network. All right, the uh, NFL trade deadline is 4 pm on Tuesday. The New York Giants got things uh, got things going on Monday afternoon with a huge trade, sending defensive tackle Leonard Williams to the Seattle Seahawks. For second and fifth round draft picks, second round pick in 2024 and a fifth round pick in 2025. Thought we'd spend a few minutes talking about that and then maybe a little bit of time discussing what else the Giants might do before the Tuesday afternoon deadline. This was a a move trading Leonard Williams at two and six, the Giants being sellers, not necessarily having a fire sale. But being sellers, looking to move players who probably aren't part of their future uh, was something that you had to anticipate, had to expect that the Giants would look to do. Leonard Williams is a guy who is in the final year of his contract, has a, had a $32 million cap hit this year, still had about $10 million left in his 2023 base salary. And you had to anticipate that the Giants would move Williams because it seemed unlikely that they would spend big money to keep him beyond the 2023 season. So this move made a ton of sense. What I was shocked by was what GM Joe Shane was able to get in return for Leonard Williams. Joe Shane got a second round pick in 2024 and a fifth round pick in 2025 in exchange for Leonard Williams who I believe is 29 years old at this point you uh, when you look at at NFL careers Leonard Williams has been in the league since I believe 2015 Leonard Williams is now on the tail end of his prime he is entering the part of his career where he's going to begin to decline and The Seattle Seahawks gave Joe Shane in a second and fifth round pick. The Seahawks gave Joe Shane more than Dave Gettleman gave up back in 2019, I believe it was, to get Leonard Williams from the New York Jets. When Leonard Williams was theoretically in the prime of his career, Gettleman gave up a third and a fifth round pick in a trade deadline move for which he was roundly criticized a move that that cost the giants a lot of money but they got a lot of good football over the last 3 or 4 years out of Leonard Williams so that was a move that that really ended up paying off for the giants but for me absolutely stunning to be honest that Joe Shane was able to get more in this deal than the giants gave up 3 or 4 years ago to get Leonard Williams One of the reasons, probably the biggest reason that Shane was able to do that was that according to reports, the Giants are basically eating the vast majority of that $10 million that Leonard Williams was still owed this year. They're eating more than $9 million of that with Seattle only picking up a small prorated piece of Williams' salary for the rest of the year. What the Giants are doing is paying Williams a signing bonus, which will count partially into this year's salary cap and partially into next year's cap, where Williams already had a void year, and and so some money from Leonard Williams was still going to be on the books. But what Joe Shane did here was he made a conscious choice, considering that it seems like there were several suitors for Leonard Williams. He made a conscious choice here to take the best offer, get the best draft capital possible in return rather than look at this as a salary dump, rather than use this purely for cap relief. Now, the signing bonus and pushing some of the ne- some of the money into next year does give the Giants some cap relief. I've seen reports that that might be a little bit more than $4 million, but I don't know the exact numbers at this point. But what Joe did here was he looked at this, and he got a second-round pick. He got a day-two pick from the Seattle Seahawks. And when you look at where the Giants sit now in the 2023 draft, if the draft was held this week, the Giants would pick third, which would be their own pick, and hopefully they'll win a few games, and they won't actually have the number three overall pick. To be honest with you, I know they would rather not have the third overall pick. If uh, that you know they'd rather win some games, but that's a separate argument. As I just I know that the Giants as an organization don't tank. John Mara would not would not agree to to that type of philosophy but again I'm getting sidetracked when you look at it what the Giants have are picks 3 35 61 from the Seattle Seahawks and 69 so they have four picks in the first 69 picks early first round early second early third in a late second round pick from the Seahawks so two second round picks And what that effectively does, even without making any other moves, is that stockpile, should the Giants choose to, gives them a second round pick that they can use to maneuver. If they are in a position where they want to move up in the 2024 draft, they've got an extra day two pick that they can use to do that. If they decide they want to go up and get a quarterback like Drake may of North Carolina, if they're not in range to do that and they decide that they want to, now they have some ammunition to go ahead and, and and make a move like that. You know, it may take more than that, but at least they, they have that second round pick that extra second round pick. So it gives them maneuverability. Of course, if they don't want to move around, it still gives them an extra day two pick to pick a player that they could hopefully use to to provide some depth to a roster that, that absolutely needs it. The Giants have some good players at this point, but the more injuries mount for this team, the more we're seeing that they need more depth. So this, for Joe Shane, this is a really good move, really interesting choice that he made taking the – the higher draft capital over the increased salary cap relief. Choice that I happen to like as long as the Giants are able to figure out how to get through the rest of the season uh, in terms of uh, of their draft capital. Um, quickly, with the deadline being Tuesday at 4 p.m., there could be more moves made. The obvious one for the Giants would be to move cornerback Adoree Jackson the Giants have 22-year-old Deontay Banks, 22-year-old Cordell Flott, 23-year-old Trey Hawkins. They've got a couple of young players at safety. These are players that the Giants need to uh, to get snaps for. Nick McLeod is another young player who's been playing some at cornerback recently and, and doing a good job. So the Giants have some young players they could give snaps to Dory Jackson at 28. He's been a good player for several years now, not having a great season. But he's another guy who could bring value, could bring mid-round, at least you know a mid-round draft pick. I don't think he would bring the price that Williams brought, but he should bring a mid-round draft pick that the Giants could use in the 2024 draft. I would think that he's the logical choice to be the next one for the Giants to move. Other possibilities people have talked about Paris Campbell, who doesn't seem to have a role but but could definitely be moved uh simply for the cap relief, probably wouldn't bring anything more than a uh than a conditional 7th round pick. Name to watch, name that that gets tossed around is uh is safety Xavier McKinney who could be a free agent at the end of this year. And when it comes to McKinney, I wouldn't expect him to be traded, but if the Giants want to make a big move for another player who might bring them significant draft capital in return, they might move McKinney. Look, McKinney, to me, is more reputation than he is production at this point. He's in his fourth year. And when you look at it, McKinney had a really, really good second season playing for uh, Patrick Graham at that point in time. But he was injured for much of his rookie year. He had the Cabo incident last year. wasn't really playing very well the first half of the season for Wink Martindale. Missed most of the second half of the season after injuring his hand in his uh, in his accident during the bye week in Cabo. And I. I'm not sure that the Giants are 100% sold on McKinney. They refused to negotiate a, a long-term contract extension with him before the season started, which tells you that maybe they are they have questions about McKinney. He has not been an impact player through the first half of the 2023 season. He's been very, very quiet. It's So I'm just not sure how they see McKinney. I'm not sure if he lost a little bit of goodwill from the organization after the the accident in Cabo a year ago. It would surprise me if McKinney were moved, but I don't think it's 100% out of the realm of possibility. But we will see as Tuesday goes along what happens, Giants fans, and we'll have all that news for you. At Big Blue View. So please uh, stay with us, check us out, follow us on Twitter at Big Blue View, and follow us at bigblueview.com for all of your Giants news information, analysis, opinion, anything and everything that you need. All right. Thank you very, very much for listening. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.